On this week's episode of The Fart Locker, we sit down with Andy Negative. Be sure to stream his new single, When We Were Young, on Spotify and anywhere else you can listen to music. You, uh, do you play in any other bands or just the band that you main in? I had another band, and then after the uh, pandemic and everything hit, we took a just a pause, and I was focusing on this, and I literally just asked them a couple months ago. I was like, hey, can you guys, do you guys just want to be my band? And they were like, yeah, let's, let's just do that instead. Let's fucking go. Yeah, so it's the same band I used to have, but now it's just under my name. But, you know, it's people I like making music with, so it's fun. People you've been in a band with for a while before yeah. your project is you yeah. being the band. Now, the drummer and I have been playing music together for like at least 10 years. And then the bass player is someone I've known for a really long time. And then we've been playing music together for maybe like four-ish years, maybe a little longer. We're going to start the episode with one of your bangers. Yay. Just to kind of intro you and then say like, this is Andy Negative. We've been, you know, did a fucking podcast with him. <laughs> the internet, the whole thing. You get it. I, I know how it goes. We did yeah. the damn thing with this guy. We, we did the damn thing with. <laughs> hey, listen up, man. We did a whole stinking podcast. The damn oh, thing. Point A, point B, point C. <laughs> point C. Whoa. That's the last point. Yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of people think it's just point A to point B. Uh, those people are stuck in the past. Yeah, it's true. You're adding points I didn't even know about. <laughs> I got news for you. Let me blow your mind, Andy. Let's it's go. Point D. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Same. Buckle in, bad boys. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if I'm prepared for this. Oh, man. Dude, thank you again so much for doing the podcast. No, no. My pleasure. It's always it's like always fun. Robert and I try to get people that we know, but then people that we just know of is always like, hey, did you? would you mind talking to us? <laughs> yeah, I listened to a couple episodes and was like, oh, yeah, this will be fun. This will be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're all the same type of dude. Yeah. The best part is when it's people we don't know and they say, what's the name of the podcast? And we're just like, uh, I laughed so much when I saw the name. I was like, oh yeah, I'm down. As soon as I didn't even, I had already decided before I listened to an episode, I was going to be on it just on the name alone. That's, that's most people. As soon as they hear the name, they're like, yes, I'll do it. I don't care. Or they're like, please stay away from me. <laughs> yeah. Some people, they're my favorite scholar on this subject of like, uh, like, uh, you know, jihad-led insurrection in Northern Africa is this guy named Alex Thurston. And he, he studies this one group called Boko Haram really closely. And I asked him, I was like, hey, man, would you want to come on a podcast? And he's like, what podcast? And I was like, it's called The Fart Locker. He immediately unfollowed me on Twitter. <laughs> immediately unfollowed me on Twitter. and was like, no. I, he said, hey, man, best of luck to you. I got a lot going on. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm a little busy these days. <laughs> yeah, under eight. N understood say say less brother uh, <laughs> what part of canada are you in my g uh ottawa so it's ontario which is this is the capital of canada actually this is where our government is so is that the fool that smokes crack <laughs> no that guy's in toronto okay that dude honestly i don't know anything about his politics seems like a chill dude though <laughs> well he knows how to party that's for sure for sure. I don't know. I, I can't, I don't want to, you know, backtrack here and pretend like I'm endorsing this fool. But when I seen a video of him talking about smoking crack and was like, yeah, he pretty much said like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? I was like, yeah, basically pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool response. Yeah. They kicked him out and now his brother is the premier, <laughs> which is like, I guess, governor basically of, of Ontario would be the no same way. equivalent. So was apparently he doesn't smoke crack, but I don't know. I've never, I haven't met the guy. But they said the same thing about his brother though, that <laughs> yeah. it probably doesn't smoke crack. Probably. No one wanted to, <laughs> no one wanted to be like for certain, but it was like, uh, probably. Okay. I can't, Hey, I'm not going to bet my life on it, but he probably is not smoking crack. Yeah. Don't put money on it, <laughs> but we're pretty sure. Nice. Yeah, Robert's a Robert's like a heavy, heavy music head. I, I'm not yeah. so much a music head. I was like a screamo scene kid growing up. And now I listen to scene music and pop music. Nice. I'm, I'm like everyone else that got older. where We stayed the same. Yeah, pretty much. Some yeah. of the some people shaved their head, got a lot of tattoos. And I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, if Warped Tour was still going, I'd be there. <sighs> Me too, honestly. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You've been playing pop punk for a long time? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Is there, like, what's the name of your first band that you played with? It's called New World Disorder. Pretty good name. I thought it was all right. But then this uh, this random skateboard magazine, so this is like 2000 and 
four, maybe we get an email from this random skateboard magazine. Like, Hey, you can't use this as a band name because it's the name of our magazine. And I was like, I sent the guy an email back and was like, dude, we're a high school band. I don't <laughs> think you have to worry too much. Guessing by his, uh, by his anxieties there, I'm guessing they did not have to worry at all. Actually. No, not <laughs> even a little. No, we took over the world. We were huge, actually, signed to Universal for like a lot of years. Don't you remember? I can guarantee you were as successful as that guy's magazine. <laughs> yeah, probably. As a fact, you were just as successful as that guy's magazine. I would say, yeah, they're probably, probably equivalent. I love the idea. A guy hitting a guy up on MySpace being like, my band is called Free Beer. Do not call your band for hey, your band is called the mixtapes. Uh -oh. oh, what a My creative name! That. Oh, that's great. How long ago was that? Oh, 2004? yeah, 2003, 2004. I don't know, 20 years ago. Damn, you've been in, in the game since 9 11 had just happened, basically. Yeah, nice. Yeah, fresh off the 9 11 fervor, you start <laughs> making some pop punk music in Canada. It's like my biggest inspiration, basically. What was your guys' feeling of 9 11 in Canada? How'd you guys respond? I mean, it was a long time ago. Uh, I think everyone was just really like worried because we didn't know what was going on, basically. It was like a contact fear, I would yeah. say. I remember, so right after 9-11, everyone in the United States got mad stoked on the United States. It was right. like, no, what we love is we love George W. Bush. We <laughs> yeah. love Lee Greenwood. Lee Greenwood. His daughter ended up in, uh, oh, what's that show? Glee. Oh, I've never seen it, but I was on a show with her at the punchline in Sacramento when I first started like doing comedy for real. I was like 17, 18. And she told me, she said, my dad's Lee Greenwood. And I said, I sang uh, proud to be an American for a talent show when I was nine years old. And she said, yeah, you know, he's Native American. And I said, no, I didn't know that. little fun fact about Lee Greenwood. Mm, that's cool. 100% Native American. Well, shit. Know. You sure about that? I swear, that's what his daughter told me. Hmm. And his daughter, here's another little, another little tidbit. His daughter is like real into like LA, like Hollywood politics. And at one point, some comedians came to Austin. They got made fun of by Austin comedians. And she was Check one that. of the people that like sent in Facebook messages being like, oh, you think you're funny? We live in LA, okay? Okay, and this is Los Angeles comedy. LA is a big deal, man. It is to me. It impressed me. It made me say, hey, maybe you should fall yeah. back. Yeah, if anybody tells me they're from LA, I'm like, oh, okay. So you're better than me. That's cool. Good to know. Okay, I'll check Good my privilege. Know. Yeah. Check your privilege at the door. I'm from Los Angeles. Okay. I'll just I'll just go. I'll just take off. And, I used to be uh, one of the Spice Girls nanny. All right. I'm pretty fucking respected in Hollywood, okay? So oh, I, I, lo I love it when those LA types do that shit. It's like, you know, I used to be one I used to be one of the twenty nannies for the Kardashian family in the nineties. <laughs> it's like cool story. Ivor used to come into my coffee shop every day, okay? Every single day, okay? It's like, wow, I respect you. That's a big deal though. Like you could put that on your C V. <laughs> my C V yeah. serve coffee to Maria Bamford. <laughs> it's like applying at McDonald's. You're like, you do you have an idea who I've served? Have I ever applied at McDonald's before? No. no, I applied at McDonald's when I was 16. I didn't get the job. Really got in my head. That sucks, man. McDonald's says, yeah, you can't do this shit. McDonald's said that to me. That's rough. <laughs> Brutal, right? That sucks. I worked at a Tim Hortons, which is basically just like the McDonald's of, of Canada. It's just like a coffee restaurant, basically. It's like, you know the name is it like coffee and donuts? Yeah, coffee and donuts. I mean, they do a lot of other stuff now. They try to keep up with the times or whatever. But yeah, it was coffee and donuts. And then they bought out Burger King, right? I or don't did, know. Or I think Burger King bought out Tim Hortons. That that sounds more one or the more other. Likely. Yeah, that sounds way more likely because there's a couple in the states now. I think. I'm pretty sure I've telemarketed a Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> did they buy anything from you? Yeah, I used to sell. I mean, I'm currently selling a uh, like a TV service, like a free. Oh, okay. TV service. You're interested? Oh, you're interested? Uh, no. Please. I'm good. Thanks. Easy. I thought you were going to say, like, I sell TVs. I just, like, called up a random Tim Hortons and I sold them, like, an old CRT TV. Hey, you, oh, like, that's hey, you like TVs? <laughs> that's what I thought, sicko. I got one. <laughs> you want it? You want, Sick hey, deal. You want this TV? Come out. Please. It's got plugs in it. The whole shebang. Plugs, the internet. You could, you could turn it on. 
I don't know. You work at Tim Hortons? Currently, no. Have you ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was when I was a teenager. Nice, nice. How was that? It was a part-time job at a coffee chain, so it was fine. Nice. I did Starbucks in my teens. Oh, okay, cool. It's like the Tim Hortons of California, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we have Starbucks, and they're like the Starbucks of Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks of what? <laughs> getting coffee at a chain place. Yeah. So your first band, uh, New World Disorder? That's that, Yes, that is correct. All right. Give me give me like a timeline of uh, Hard Rockin' for you. So Hard Rockin' started with uh, New World Disorder. <laughs> yeah. And then I would have, I moved to Toronto around 2007-ish to learn how to record music. Uh, started a couple bands there that didn't pan out. And then I had uh, like a kind of theatrical project that uh, I did for quite a while. But I kind of, I was like writing for it. And I don't know, it was, it was like kind of character based and stuff. So after a while, it just got kind of tiring because it was very like one note. And then I stopped that and then started doing anti-negative and then played in a couple bands with friends during that period. And then pandemic hit and I was like maybe four years into anti-negative and just went super hard on it. And then we're here. I think that's about six years now of just going like really focused on anti-negative stuff. Nice. Six years you've been doing this. I think so. I think I put up my first anti-negative release six years ago. I was looking at it the other day. Nice. Well, you're doing something right. You got in front of uh, boys in Texas here. Yeah, that's now, a good sign. From Canada to Texas. I saw that's... you with the um, the Prince and the Princesses song. Yeah, that's the one most people have found out of me. For. That blew up for you. Yeah. Is that, did you expect that? <sighs> a little bit. I didn't expect it to be what it like how far it went. I did know that it was going to cause like a bit of mayhem. And that was kind of like super intentional, but it went so, it got so out of control and like way out of my hands so quickly. What was your, cause I mean, obviously that's going to get in front of pop punk people, but I imagine yeah. you thought, Oh, my friend group and my friend's friends. What yeah. was kind of your expectation there based on what, uh, you know, how it unfolded. I was expecting that I would get some because typical of the internet, people will see something and be like, oh, that's dumb. And I'm like very much, I'm not worried about that. I'm like, oh yeah, go ahead, call me dumb. I don't care. So I was like, hey, I'll switch my lights, put on this pink bandana and I'll put out a song. And uh, I figured the other millennials that heard it that grew up around the same time as me would hear it and go, hey, that sounds kind of like the the things that we, hey, that's like the thing we listen to. That's cool. And then that would, you know, that would be it. And then maybe it would just get me a little further out. And then of course, a bunch of young people heard it and were like, this is garbage. How dare you? Who do you think you are? You can't just do this. That's illegal. <laughs> illegal. Stop that. They called the Canada police on you. Pretty much. And they were, they showed up and they're like, yeah. Mountains came knocking on the door. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just gave them some coffee and they were like, yeah, okay, cool. Have a good day. That's how it works in Canada. You give a cop yeah. a coffee, they ride off on their horse. Oh, yeah. It's different out there. Super nice. Really, really nice people. <laughs> yeah. How long Carches ago? That? How long ago? Two months? Two and a half two. months? Two, no, not two and a half. Two, just over two months. Because I'm like, maybe not even a week into my next song. So yeah, two months ago. Because there was a point online, because I'm a pretty online guy, and I do this thing every day on my lunch break at work, where I scroll TikTok for like 10 minutes straight. Nice. And, oh, yeah, really rots my brain. I love it. <laughs> I am just letting whatever three-letter agency runs that just rewrite it. Just letting it oh, rewrite yeah. my brain. I like it. You don't need to think for yourself. We'll do that for you. I haven't wanted to think for myself in years, Andy. So I'm very happy that someone's given me a decision. But there was a point. There was like a good two-week period where you were the only thing on my timeline. It was either you or a variation of you or a yeah. reply to you. Yeah. There was nothing else, at least a week. It was all Andy negative. Was that fucking yeah. awesome for you? It was really awesome. It was a little, it was pretty stressful. And uh, yeah, super awesome though. Nice. nice. How was it? How was it stressful? Like, were like, were you just like anxious to like check your TikTok? No, actually, I was anxious to not check my TikTok and knowing I would like have to check it and, you know, see because I didn't expect all of the negativity that I got and I didn't expect it to go as far as it did with the negativity. So it just got to a point where I was like, oh man, like, everyone's so pissed at me, which is fine. And I'm 
and I'm not doing any favors to myself to stop them. Like I'm doing things that is making it even worse. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, do I even want to go on there and look at a bunch of people tell me to unrelease this song? Like, <laughs> how do, do you unre- can't yeah. unrelease a song? I know. Yeah. Like, what do you? Mm. What's the response really more negative than positive? At first, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, a lot of people would message me separately like they didn't want to comment because people were just going after anybody in the comments that said something nice and so people would would just shoot me like direct messages and be like oh i like what you're doing it's cool it's too bad what's happening i'm like it's not too bad it's a good thing it's just i get what you're i get what you're doing right now yeah people that you know genuinely liked it i think a lot of people that hated it just never listened to pop punk growing up so they didn't get the whole like hey isn't this every pop punk song yeah yeah i think a lot of people took it really at face value serious when mm-hmm. I am a, as a human being, I'm not like face value surface or face value serious. So it's like, eh, what are you going to do? Uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm like a, I'm like a silly guy, right? Yeah. And so I got, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, if I say something silly, someone repeats it and they go, Oh, JT thinks like that. And it's like, Oh, come on. He's being silly. Uh, maybe yeah. he does little, maybe he doesn't at all. The point is, is silliness. You know? Yeah, s- silliness. It's all about having a good time. I Be agree. Play with the Playboys. Exactly. Exactly. Playboys will play. Other boys, what do they do? No clue. No, yeah, I don't know. Do they, like, sleep? I wouldn't know, baby. I'm too busy playing. That's fair, yeah. You couldn't possibly know. Oh, God, I would Hey, I wouldn't want to. No, no, it sounds I terrible. Know. This episode of the Fart Locker is brought to you by Big Bob's Truck Nut Emporium. Big Bob's Truck Nut Emporium. Big Bob's has all the nuts. Chrome nuts, red nuts, black nuts, all the nuts. Need a gift for your mother or in-laws? How about some family-sized truck nuts? Located just off of 183 and 71, look for the big inflatable truck nuts. Come by and take a look at our nuts in person or online at BigBob'sTruckNutEmporium.com. Big Bob's Truck Nuts. Ask about our senior citizen discounts. So you blow the fuck up online. You get like number one fucking rock and roll song on the internet. <laughs> and pop punk and pop punk enemy knows yeah. your name and they're saying it. Yeah. What's step two after that? Step two is have everything already prepared for the next song and then mm-hmm. use that as kind of like a launching board to switch the narrative around a little bit and uh, continue to just like have fun and show people that like it doesn't really matter if you don't like it or you don't like me or you think I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing because that's how art works. Like I'm, I'm allowed to do it and I'm going to continue to do it regardless of what you think. Yeah. I mean, no matter what you do, there's always going to be some type of person that genuinely dislikes it just from the heart. They go, Hey, this just is not who I am. Yeah. And before the internet, it just used to be like, yeah, you don't like that. Move on. You tell your friends and that'd be the end of it. And yeah. And then you move on to the next yeah. thing and you figure out if you like it or not. But now yeah. it's kind of in a world where it's like, hey, I don't like this. I get to dwell on this. I get to dwell with you personally for you to personally know how I feel about the music you create. Yeah. And I'm living, I'm living in some of these people's head rent free all day, every day. And I don't even know who they are. Like yeah. uh, Anthony Fantano. Like Anthony, well, I know who Anthony is. <laughs> Wait, is Anthony Fantano that bald dude that makes music or music reviews? Yeah, he makes. I think he makes some music too, but he primarily does the music reviews. Yeah, it's who I'm thinking though, right? The bald vegan looking dude. Yeah, right? he's like been on YouTube since like 2007 or something. Oh, for forever. He's been doing this whole thing for a long time. He is he? I don't. I've never actually watched one of his videos. I just know who he is. If, if it's the guy I'm thinking, he has black glass. I'm googling Anthony. Yeah, Fantano. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the guy you're thinking of. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I noticed like Anthony. Like Anthony, um, he did a TikTok where he covered the song. Yep. And oh, nice. Also like Danny Gonzalez. Yeah. I mean, have has there been any like reactions or replies that you've gotten? That's like, what's the best one you've gotten? Whether just from the person you never thought you'd come in contact with, or just you never expected them to say, like all of it. Every single like every single bit of it has been so mind blowing to me. Like the fact that anybody likes it. Like Anthony followed me, so we've we've actually like we've messaged back and forth a little bit, just like pleasantries or whatever. But it's cool. You're like, oh, 
what the fuck? Like, why do people give a shit about me? And then the Danny thing was a huge thing for me because I'm a fan of Danny's stuff. I've been watching him for like a lot of years and I always thought he was like a really funny guy. And then so to see people tagging me like, bro, you need to go watch this immediately. So I did like a response video to it. But all of it is really just like, I'm just blown away that anybody gives a shit and that I can just, I, I don't know. I'm just glad to be here, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you definitely have people's attention, right? Yeah. And like when, when you talk about marketing, there's two concepts. There's get people's attention and then keep people's attention. Yeah. And yeah. you seem to be doing both of those fucking concepts pretty pretty fluidly there. You got their attention and then it's not like you kind of faded into the background. You're 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 being continuous in the content you put out. You're saying, Hey, yeah, fucking you got you're looking at me, stay fucking looking at me, right? Well, yeah, that's the it's the attention economics thing. Like we're not really in the entertainment industry, we're in the attention industry. Uh, damn, that's a that's a did you come up with that little phrase? I, that's like comes together from just years of paying attention, but yeah, because that's really good. That's a very smart kind of short little clip. It explaining it's not about life is no longer about entertaining. It's about attention. Yeah, where yeah. I feel like you need to entertain people to do so, but yeah, I did stand up. I've done stand up like a long time, right? Nice. And there was a time like three years ago where I did. Uh, I was bartending at my friend's wedding. Someone got a video of it. It went super fucking viral. Nice. It was like, it got so much attention. But the thing I fell off on was I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I just didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't do anything as funny as that or as attention getting as that. Because I was like, I don't know the, the concept of keeping attention now that I've earned it. So I think that's where a lot of other people fall off too. Yeah. And I think a big thing for me is I have a, I have a plan. And I think that's what keeps me being able to do this is I, 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 I planned out kind of what I wanted to do. I can course correct as I go. It doesn't have to be exactly according to the plan, but knowing kind of the steps. So then if you do go viral, because I've been trying to, I've been marketing my own music for a long time and I've mm -hmm. tried lots of different things. It's just that this time things lined up really, really well. And because I have spent so many years failing and knowing what doesn't work, having a plan made it so when something did finally work i'm able to just like continue to push forward on those things and tell my story and be entertaining and hold people's attention as much as possible how much can you tell us about that plan uh there's some cool storytelling bits that i'm working on um that are like outside of like just oh here's my story um here's the story of my song here's the story of blah 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 blah, blah. but uh i don't want to give away too too much of it because it's more of just like a background idea but there's there'll be some cool little like easter eggs i think in the long term so we'll see how that goes and i'm uh nothing this is nothing that's new on my youtube channel for years i'll around halloween do like a little kind of like i have these characters they're like little shitty puppets and stuff and i like to tell little stories with them and so i want to incorporate those characters into my uh into into tiktok because there's just so many people and i feel like short form narrative is a good way to tell these like really dumb silly little videos with these like hold on a second like literal little like spooky plushies that i picked up over the years <laughs> so oh. yeah so i don't know it's just it's just it's just gonna be fun i hope because this is an audio uh right no one else is gonna see that but you'll see it i want our listeners to know <laughs> that my man andy held up a plushie uh like bat vampire style character yeah That's a puppet like a, a vampire style puppet and honestly bro the the number one thing i'm curious about is kind of your story because when i looked up information it kind of just seems like yeah it seems like you've been making rock music and pop punk music for a long time seems like you've been doing online marketing stuff for a long time but then recently something really clicked for you and that's the part that I go like, yeah, I mean, you seem like so many other dudes I know. You're making music, you're doing your thing, you're living your life, you're working your full-time job. But then the past few months, it seems like something really changed for you. Something did really change for me. <clears throat> I uh, Six months ago, I was, I've was i been working as a bartender and working in live music venues for 10, maybe longer years. And uh, <clears throat> I quit the bar scene and I quit drinking. Congrats. And uh, thank you. And I just realized that the thing I cared the most about was this. And I was just going to throw myself at it 100%. And I think the decision to not have anything else 
no, oh, I'm going to just fall back on the bars if I need money or, or whatever, and then just go 100% at this. And if I, you know, go broke doing it and fail, I'd rather go broke doing it and fail knowing that I threw myself at it with 100% maximum effort. And, uh, you know, it seems like it's starting to maybe work. Awesome. Plus bars aren't really going anywhere. Exactly. The worst case Ontario, I can just go back to a bar. That's yeah. how I feel. Exactly. I could go work at a bar tomorrow if I need it. I'm kind of in the same boat. Be easy. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you quit drinking altogether. 100%, yeah. No drugs, no drinking. Yeah, I'm totally sober. Totally sober. And that yeah. that's something that you see as the catalyst of the change for you. I think it was more I made a bunch of life changes all at once. And that was a like kind of the biggest of them. But, you know, I, I like changed my sleep schedule around. So I was um, you know, getting up at a more reasonable hour. I was starting to exercise every day, quit drinking and just started getting like regimented about my life and stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah. What, what inspired that? Getting way too hammered. Just get, <laughs> like just getting unbelievably fucked up. Like if I, if I could admit like to a disgusting degree where I'm like, um, I was just so ashamed of myself, like beyond any level that I've ever done before. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not cool. Like I'm, I'm too old for this bullshit. Fuck. I gotta yeah. stop. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten shit house drunk and been like, Oh my God, I got to change my life. Yeah. Yeah. I just keep not changing it though. Yeah. And that's fair too. Like whatever. I, I uh, yeah, you know, I, I'll do something someday. I'll, you know, get into a fight with someone who will <laughs> win. <laughs> I got into a fight with myself basically. And it, you know, didn't end well. So I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done fighting myself. I'm done with all this bullshit. Let's just, let's go do something fun instead. Awesome. Yeah. yeah but You'll like you kicked hard drugs at least JT. There you I go. Kick hard drugs. Fuck yeah. 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 That's Don't a huge accomplishment. Hard. Like, like half of his, half of his standup material is like back when I used to do heroin and then dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, here's the thing about heroin. Shit slap in Canada. It's pretty much legal though. In Canada, you can pretty much do heroin. I don't know. If, I don't know if you can. You can have it. I don't think you can buy it. But how are they going to catch you buying it? Yeah, that's what I would say when I was buying heroin. Right? I'm buying this. God, yeah. Heroin's fun, but not as good as like hard prescription pills. Okay. Like Oxycotton. People okay. are like, you like heroin? I'm like, not how much. I like. I've heard that that is, yeah, once you get into that, it can be hard yeah, to get out. Ruins your fucking life, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it makes you fucking fat and ugly. I was handsome. I used to look like Brad Pitt. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. Then Do you listen for Bowling for Soup? I'm familiar with the band. They got that song, I Wish I Looked Like Brad Pitt. The part that uh, I always think of with Bowling for Soup is, from us, bigger breasts is... Yeah. You know I'm talking about? Yeah. I almost left her for a chick with much bigger breasts or something like that. <laughs> he's so, he's really funny. That's, that's almost. Is that's that Texas public education right there for you. Yeah. <laughs> almost dropped out to move to LA. Yeah. Almost. Soup slapped. Uh, do you guys remember FM Static? Yeah. The Christian version? Very vaguely, but yeah. Oh man, they ruled. They were all about bowling. They, they sounded like bowling for soup, except all their all their lyrics were about honoring God. That's that's fair. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, honoring God. That's way cooler than doing drugs. In my <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, as a person who uh, doesn't honor God, I'm sure it sounds like it'd be pretty cool. But <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna judge you if that's. You're going saying. on a big mega church tour next that's year. It, that's it. I've got the call. I got the call. I'm trying to do I'm, some I'm routing. <laughs> it's funny. I got into hardcore because of Christian hardcore. Did you listen okay. to that? I listen to hardcore. I don't listen to... Well, I mean, I guess probably I listen to some Christian hardcore bands just because Spotify, but I listen to a fair amount of hardcore music. I've heard but, Under yeah. Oath. Yeah. yeah no, that's, that's what I should have said. I listen to Under Oath. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Entry drug. I would never have been like a hardcore kid or a scene kid or like a, you know, whatever I got into in that world if it weren't for Christian hardcore, it brought me yeah. out to shows. It showed me like real <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> I remember seeing me without you when I was like 13 and being like, yeah, I'm going to do stuff like this the rest of my life. Like I was like, this shit slaps, but that was Christian hardcore. That's how they got me. That's hey, whatever gets you in the door. As far as I'm concerned, that's hardcore music to me. Yeah. Yeah. But Wait, JT hardcore is there was a point in time where if you pretended to be Christian, you would make more money and it, it was just easier for you. So, so yeah. many, pretended to be Christian, you know, it may be somewhere all the way. I'm not here to judge anyone for whatever they think, but for the most part, they were just hardcore bands. A Christian label would come up to them, you know, solid state and be yeah. like, hey, do you want a much better life? And they'd be like, praise yeah. God. 
Yes, I do. One hundred percent. Was as I lay dying, right? So yeah. Just, yeah. I didn't want to say yeah. At an O sleeper. Oh, okay. Yeah. As I lay dying, O sleeper, and my children, my bride, are the examples I think of in the hardcore scene that were all like, yeah, you kind of had to pretend to be Christian to get a good life. Yeah. Hey, I don't blame them. You can't get your bag, man. Get your, bag. get your Crazy bag. JT, what was the name of the the band you were in? Oh, you were in a band. Nice, baby. Which one? The first one. Woe or, to Beth Beta. No recordings of that exist in this world. There is a recording of my screamo band, Alan Heart of the Lion. Alan Heart of the Lion? Okay. That, that's a very that. Christian name. It Alan Heart it. of the Lion. Look that up later. You're really looking it up? Okay. It's not would, good, Andy. It's, I'm, st- I'm still going to listen to it. It is bad music, but I loved it. We had a good time. That's what it was about. Was, it, was it Christian uh, hardcore? No, it was just screamo. Just, just screamo? Okay, cool. Good old fashioned God Doubt and Screamo. Hey. I think I was 19, 18 in that realm. That's what I love. Oh, yeah. Maybe I was 17. I was like between the ages of 17 and 19, I was in a few little Screamo bands. Did you play an instrument or were you the, were you the screamer? Oh, baby. I was the screamer. No. I can't play an instrument for the life of me. I can't even scream in a band for the life of me. I'm bad at all of it. I can't play guitar either. So it's not like it matters. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. How many bands have you played guitar in, Andy? Almost all of them. The ones that I've played in, but whatever that ends up being, it's probably something like seven or ten bands or something like that. Yeah, I think you can play guitar, brother. <laughs> I can play power chords for sure, which is great because that's all you really need. That's all guitar is, is power yep. chords and looking sexy in front of my girlfriend. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's it. If you look close, I don't even plug my guitar in in any of my TikToks. And people are like, I got you. I see that guitar is not plugged in. You're not even playing it. I'm like, it's a TikTok, dude. <laughs> You're listening to a recorded song. I don't, know if, you know, I don't I, know if you know how a video works, but there's this thing called overdubbing. Yeah. Some people are young. They maybe don't know, but still funny to me. I don't know. Do you see how many old guys got mad at Flea for not plugging in his bass at the Super Bowl? They have, they have to play to a backing track, don't they? Are they forced? Yeah, I think, I think most of the, like, I think all of them are. And, and I think that's why they're, they're, they always lean more towards pop acts because they're yeah. like, yeah, that's how we normally do it. Yeah. yeah. Imagine the, the technical nightmare of having to oh time the delays for a stadium of something like that. No, like, I'm sure that everyone hears the same thing at the same time. That's a technical night. I mean, sure, people do it. I, you know, I'm a fucking, I worked in live music too, Andy. Right. I was a, like a stagehand, like a local stagehand and did like PA work. Cool. So I, I'm, uh, I'm very familiar with how much it fucking sucks to build a stage. Oh, it's brutal. One. Yeah. And then imagine having to like move out like a whole band and you've got literally your halftime show. Like you have to get it all out and, and planted and nothing can go off without a hitch. Cause if it does, you feel like literally you had like five minutes. Like, yeah, it sounds insane. Oh, I couldn't even imagine working production. Like the people that are like the best of the best, like all your bosses, if you're working Bonnaroo or Coachella or something like that, they've all worked Super Bowl events and you mm. know, because they talk about it. It's like yeah. the thing dropped and like, oh yeah, when I worked Super Bowl forty eight, yeah, no, I worked that. I did that. Yeah, I, I was I, I was on per, I, I was on perimeter organization on Super Bowl forty eight. And it like means you're good at your job, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like one of those things where it's like it's like saying like you fucking, you know, played the Apollo or some shit. Yeah. You know? It's like I did what, two tours. You, yeah. live music? you said you worked at uh venues and stuff? Yeah, so I've worked most of the the venues here in Ottawa. Uh, but primarily there's, um, uh, a metal bar called Mavericks and we just did, uh, punk and metal and rock stuff. Majority. We did other stuff too, but that was a majority. And, you know, we would be, it was like a 300 cap venue. So it was big enough that you'd get, you know, some like small, medium bands come through. It was pretty cool. We had Kiefer Sutherland's band come play one time, which was pretty dope. Music does Kiefer Sutherland play. It's like blues music, blues rock, basically. But he's, but like he has like an insanely talented band, and he's quite good at guitar, and like he's a fine singer and super nice guy. So it was just like really? a really fun time. Yeah, I got to chat with him about Potion Castle's prank call with him. Sorry, you know Longmont Potion Castle? Uh, no, he's a prank caller, but he prank oh, calls okay. a lot of like musicians and stuff. He oh, okay, Sutherland, it's so good. That's funny. Damn. So his his blues band. Who else? Uh, it's like so many. I mean, it's, honestly, it's like a blur in my head because after years of just like you do multiple shows a week and it all just kind of blends together. But uh, the the band uh, Cutting Crew, um, but they're also something else. Wang Chung. Wang Chung. Yeah. So what year came. was that? 
recently it was like it was like a year before covid basically like it was pretty funny Dark, you might remember this one from vice city yeah <laughs> as they just look out into the expanse it's mostly like millennials it's like oh yeah, yeah a band from vice city it was uh it was a fun it was a fun show they were they were having a blast like they're just yeah. like a last hurrah kind of thing just like you know they get paid a bunch of money to go out and do their thing but uh yeah that was that was kind of one of the other big names and then a lot of it's like um you know day glow abortions and other like punk bands like that we have like some smaller metal bands um like abigail williams and stuff it's it's all kind of like when you're only a 300 cap venue there's only so much you can do but yeah nice 300 cap is exactly the size i want to kick it in i think 300 cap is really dope but you know what's even better a hundred cap venue that's packed <laughs> yeah i worked at mohawk austin which is like a 900 or so they say 900 but they sell up to 14 they're dogs. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Oh, Jesus. I love them. That yeah. can't be well, legal. A lot of ins and outs there. It's not dangerous. If it was, it'd be a bigger deal. They got more exits than they admit to. You know, okay, okay. It's fucking cool. It's toilets uh, is what it comes down to. You have the right number of toilets for women. Listen, they got some Porta Johns up top. Mm -hmm. They settled it out. Um, but yeah, that's a, at a certain point, you know, like right across the street from that is like a fucking thousand cap venue. Less fun. I am curious. Yeah. Ether Sutherland, that is the guy from 24, right? I'm not over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, is, I not, so. Did you smoke weed with him? No, no. We just <laughs> talked about Telecasters. That's it. Did he get drunk? Uh, no, he's very professional. Did he seem horny? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah no, you heard it here. Farlocker first. Keith so Sutherland was horny in Canada. Of course. He's super <laughs> horny in Canada. Canada makes people horny. What do you want? Does it really? Well, I don't know. I don't Everyone know. I've met horny. <laughs> I know people that get stopped from going to Canada because they have like a DUI. Yeah, that does happen a lot. Dude, I had like a little weapon situation, but not like a whole situation, but like I definitely have like a weapons charge on my record. I doubt they'll let me in. My chick wanted no. to go there to get married or something, and I was like, yeah, I probably can't go to Canada. And you, you know what? Like, you, know what the, you know what the greatest thing about having a comedy festival in Canada and most of the people like being from America going to it is how many stories about human trafficking and smuggling there are just for a comedy festival to get people in to just play. Yeah. Perform, sorry. Like I've heard plenty of stories about like American comics where it's like, yeah, I got drunk in a, you know, when I was touring in Alberta, Canada back like 10 years ago. And they said, if I ever tried to come back into the country, like they'll kick my ass and throw me in jail. And it's like, then I got JFL last year. And so I got to figure out how I was going to smuggle myself into the country and not, you know, have them find out. <laughs> oh, my God. It's wild. I've met multiple people that have told me their stories of illegally entering Canada for the same reason. But most of them just go to Montana, I think it is. And yeah. then they walk across and then they get a ride yeah. in the neighborhood there. Yeah. I've known some punks who couldn't get into the States and they would do the same thing is they would literally just like sneak into the States wherever. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I could try to go to Canada. Let's see what happens. But I mean, Kyle Kinane has a joke about it. At least when I saw him here, he talked about, you know, being stopped at the border for his DUI and being interrogated for like 20 hours. Yeah. I guarantee if they were like, Hey, so what happened when you were 20 at HEB? I bet I had a weapon on me. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. That was time traveling. <laughs> I can explain what that is later. You ever pretended to be deaf? <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose, but I did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Life happens and it definitely happened to me. Okay, yeah. boss. No, no it's, it's, as soon as they ask you, JT, about the weapons charge, you just go back to pretending to be deaf. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Andy, have you been to jail before? No. Is it hard to go to jail in Canada? Uh, it's definitely harder, I think, than maybe in the States. Um, I've been to, we have this uh, hostel here in uh, in Ottawa that used to be a death row jail. And they, they, they converted it and it's haunted. And uh, I shot a music video there with some long ago band. What's in, the band in, in a jail cell? Nah, I don't want to do that. Come on, I yeah, told I you to band. Andy. I know, I know, I know. Oh, um, I but anyway, you. anyway, uh, that's the closest to jail that I've been. You do you guys have death penalty in Canada still? No, no. You're saying that like you're shocked, bro. We we actually 
we 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 give death penalty to developmentally disabled people in Texas. That's how we love the death penalty so much. We give it to disabled people who can't even you know spell their own name. We give them death sentence. That's wild, huh? Wild. That's I don't even know what to say to that other than how long a big face. he's making a giant big face, face right now. Yeah, his face is massive. Yeah, the so size big. of the moon. <laughs> so I got a large face. How long has it been since you guys had the death penalty in Canada? I don't even know. Damn. To be honest with you, wow. I feel like it's been a very long time. I could be wrong, but I feel like it was a really long time. Big dog. If we stopped doing the death penalty in Texas, it would be on everyone's tongue forever. We would oh, know yeah. like 9-11. It'd be yeah. nuts. I, I, mm-hmm. think, uh, I think in Ottawa, it's like pretty liberal here for the most part. So mm-hmm. we do away with a lot of that stuff, like the gay marriage thing. I mean, which is still pretty late, but I think it was the late 80s, early 90s. Marriage. Sorry? You guys did away with gay marriage? No, no, with the not being allowed to do it. Yeah, Canada <laughs> as a whole is like, no, we're done with that. We tried it. We're done with it. It didn't work. It didn't work like we hoped. I was like, that seems kind of lame. <laughs> Cats and dogs are living together now. I don't know. <laughs> you guys had gay marriage in the 80s or 90s? I think, yeah, they made it legal in the 80s or 90s. 2015. Yeah. 2015 in Texas. Wild to me. It is pretty crazy, huh? Well, not in Texas, the whole country wide. They had it in some states. Yeah. I don't we think we still have uppity fucking clerks about it. We still have uppity fucking clerks about it. Isn't that wild? Mm, yeah. I can uh, I don't know, man. Let people just live their lives. I don't give a I don't give a shit. What do you want to do? I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I couldn't imagine even if I was even if I was like a bigot, even if I was like I don't like gay things. I couldn't imagine being like I don't like them so much. People I've never met shouldn't be allowed to make their taxes a little better every year. Right? Like, the fuck is yeah. that? Come That's on, funny. That why are you so? Why are you so concerned about well, what gay people are doing? Like, Andy, you know? we have something in our water here that makes yeah. it a little rotted. Yeah, that's we true. Don't have clean water. Do you guys have clean water in Canada? Much clean water. Uh, that's why yeah. they want me in. Yeah. They don't want the brain to get better. We don't want you to pee in the water. I'm afraid of what might happen. Please don't pee in our water. We try so hard to keep it clean. I'm going to pee in your water. Ah! Respectfully, brother, definitely going to be peeing in that water. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I did my best. <laughs> hey, to all of Canada that's listening, I did my best. You've done the Lord's. You guys like uh, British people in Canada? Like, uh, like yeah. the Queen? Yeah, of course. You guys, uh, are, is she your queen still? Uh, you know what? Uh, I go back and forth on this. I can't remember. I should know this, <laughs> but I'm like so busy being like a super big TikTok star that uh, <laughs> I don't have time to worry about the monarchy. Yeah, <laughs> real. And, no, and we, he is uh, until she isn't at least important because you don't even know if she is. So. Well, she's on our money. That's what I figured. That's what I kind of yeah. was asking. That's like yeah. the other thing I know about Canada. You yeah, guys she's have definitely queen. on our money. So we're pretty pro- Pro uh, Britain, I guess. Hey, right on. Yeah, we have the, we have guns on our money. Yeah, we have. We still use the like you in the word color and like neighbor and stuff like that. So we 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 use the 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 quote unquote British English spelling of things still here. Wow. Not in Montreal though. No, because they're <laughs> crazy and they speak that weird language. I don't I don't understand it. You yeah, speak fucking weird. I do speak a bit of French. Yeah. Mon petit chouchou. Did you just ask if you could wear my t-shirt? What did you just say? Mon petit chouchou. Your petite, I can't hear the last word that you're saying. Mon petit chouchou. I don't know what that means. Mon petit chouchou. Your little what? Cabbage. 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 Cabbage, your little cabbage. That's That's the thing I know how to say in French. I like it. I like it. Thank you. That's cool. Thank you so much. Man, so you, have you toured outside of Canada before? Uh, unfortunately, no. Are you going to start soon? I would like to. Yes, that is that is. It has been one of the goals for many many years. Um, touring as a Canadian into the states requires uh, a rigorous visa application process. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't have anyone currently to help champion me with that, and that's one of the things that is difficult. So I have lots of friends and bands that are signed to uh, American labels, and they can kind of push it forward a lot. So I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm working towards trying to put some stuff together so I can make that happen. Are you trying to support or headline an American tour? Most support for sure. I don't want a headline. <laughs> it's too much you, pressure. What type of band are you looking to do support for? Pop punk. Yeah, yeah, pop punk emo bands. I don't know bands that are that are fun and in the, in the same kind of genre as me. 
do you have um, any hopefuls any people that you're asking to or anyone that you've sent information to or not yet no i haven't really uh started that because we're still just like things just started opening up back back here in canada and like even setting up canadian tours is tumultuous so before i start worrying about getting into the states i want to make sure i can at least do some like home country shows first have you oh you had a show last weekend right I, yeah you? i did yeah i know that from your instagram i followed andy on instagram i think like, a few weeks ago everyone follow andy negative on instagram Dude, how's uh, your show at the with that's all i know is with the anti-queens who else played uh this band called uh the Lindbergh babies who are a lo uh, local rock band a punk rock band nice how'd it go it's great yeah, it was super awesome. It was fun to be back. It's been over two years since uh, I've played any shows and, you know, basically the same amount of time since I've been to a show. And it was really good to go and just see a lot of friendly faces and some new people I hadn't met before and jump around like an idiot. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Texas opened up like over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Texas <laughs> yeah. You vaccinated, Andy? Yeah, double vaxxed. And we have these boosters now. Yeah. Robert, you boosted? boosted yeah. your signal yeah. boosted i got boosted my job paid me a hundred dollars to get boosted so i said let's go i got it i got <laughs> i was cool because i figured i was straight up i was like bro i'm pretty healthy I, you know I, I work out a lot i'm fat i feel like i had everything <laughs> going for me and then uh my job i said hey hundred dollar gift card to sushi place if you get a booster and i well, said fuck. yeah i went to walgreens that day and i said Hell hey yeah any information i don't have my id on me i don't have my vax card can you give me a booster and they said let's fucking go just stick me just <laughs> Dude, fucking me tooted me up right there on the spot went back the next day got a second booster just in case <laughs> just to top yourself up yeah i said fuck it dude i want to see into the future i said i want super autism give me a second <laughs> went for it 6g Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I got I got I got my third eye open with six G, Andy. It is nuts in this you shit. Can see, you can see time moving uh, at the speed. I text of Bill Gates by just putting my teeth together in Morse code. Okay, all right. My life's going pretty good right now. I got sixteen boosters. It sounds like you got a good life, man. Like, the reason you're, I was, you're like the most healthy person that has ever existed. Reason I was eight minutes late. I was getting another booster. <laughs> I was. I was getting another booster. No, I was getting a drive through drive through CVS. <laughs> He just and had his arm sticking out of the, they just, out of the they door. They just stab you? Oh, they know me by now. They go, oh, he's going to give me another name. I don't care. Let's boost him. You're like yeah, a bionic my, man, only you're uh -huh. like, my eyes the times the size they were a year ago. Absolutely. <laughs> now, I, have you had crawfish before, Andy? No. Brother, you got to get to Texas. When you, when you come to Austin, by the way, oh, I, I am probably going to move to Oklahoma in like four months. But okay. so until then... Okay, but you probably won't tour for the next few months, right? Probably not. Okay, so when you're Maybe. in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I'll be living in July, stay at my home. Right. We will cook you crawfish. Okay. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. I got my hey, my fiance is from Seabrook. All right. Crawfish are in her blood. Okay. Nice. She's so Cajun. Her eyes. Does point that hurt? Like, does there the, are they little crawfish that yeah, swim her, around in the bloodstream? Do they screams for pain all day? She <laughs> screams out in pain <laughs> from the crawfish. Yeah, from the crawfish. It's horrifying. That uh, it sounds horrible. horrible. But it's crawfish season, so yeah. they are delicious, my G. We'll cook them up for you, Robert. You've had crawfish. You're from Texas. Yeah, like you a big crawfish foil. You get you get a uh, corn potatoes. If you're good, little... you get a sausage. Yeah. If you're a good boy, you get a little sausage. Ooh. If you're a bad boy, you uh, you just oh. get the lemon rind. No sausage. <laughs> that is a fact. That's a fart locker fact. No sausage for a bad boy. Good boys mm, only. Let's see. I have to make a really tough decision now. Do I want to be a good boy or a bad boy? You do. <laughs> hey, everyone has to make that decision at some point. Ooh. Sausage or no sausage? Welcome to the bad boy club, Andy. Oh boy, I guess no sausage for me. Bad boys sneak their sausage, if you will. <laughs> I'm joining the Playboy Cub. Let's go. Welcome to the Playboy Alliance. I got fired for calling a guy Playboy once. Really? You got fired for calling a guy Playboy? Fired from a job, a job that played my rent. They said, hey, JT, you know how you like paying rent? Go fuck your wife. Get out of here. <laughs> because you called someone a Playboy. I called him. Well, he came in again, and I pretended I didn't know how to read. It was a whole situation. Uh <laughs> That sounds like that's maybe what what maybe, the reason was. Yeah, Virginia did not know how to read was the bigger deal. <laughs> in their opinion. I, I don't know. A lot of people know how to read. You know what I mean? 
Plenty of people for sure. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey uh, you guys got a lot of French people in Toronto? In Toronto? I got yeah, some. Some? There's more, actually, there's more French people here in Ottawa because we're right on the, the border of Quebec. Like, right, right on the border of Quebec. Part of our government is, like, literally you could swim across. You guys nice to them or mean to them? Or do French people face depends. hard times? Right, I imagine French people are kind of beat down in Canada. But I, I just imagine that because I imagine French people in Texas probably wouldn't be treated too good. Uh, I, I think they like to... They like to act like they're beat down. I don't think they <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, French people dramatic. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think they are. I think they, they always they, play the victim up there. Yeah. <laughs> all all of our signs like have French on them, so they can read. And like stuff. we only get one territory. Yeah. What shall we do? Pretending to know how to read. That's the funniest part of it. That they have to read. Yeah. Which I, I don't know if the schools in in Quebec teach how to read. I would assume so, but you know. Clearly, no. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I've never been, brother. I don't want to know. I have. I, I yeah. They don't. They don't uh, take care of their roads very well. I will say that. No shade okay. to French people, but they don't do any sort of infrastructure on their roads. It is the worst roads in the world to drive on. Really? Well, I've only been to Canada and a little bit of the states, so the world is maybe a stretch. But from your experience, at least. from my experience of the worst roads, where in the have world. you been in the states? Ohio. Wow. And. Um, California. Where where in Ohio? Uh, uh, hold on a second. Uh, I'll remember. Cleveland. Cleveland. And then where in California? Uh, San Diego. And I think we drove past LA. It was like uh, my mom was going to a conference of some sort. And so we made it into like a family vacation. You know, we went down to Universal and stuff like that. And uh, Disney. It was nice. Fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then why'd you go to Cleveland? Uh, I was recording with a band, actually. We were, a record label asked us to come down and record an EP. So we did. And then they ghosted us. Nice. That's, they probably sold your music somewhere overseas. Probably. I, that's why, that's why I haven't been able to find it. Damn it. Wait, what year was that? 2012, maybe. 2012. How old are you, Andy? 33. I'll be 34 next month. I'm catching up on you. I'm 28 or 29. I'm I'm 90. I was born in 93. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're just a year younger than my brother. So am I 28 or 29? I don't know. You should be. Whichever you like. I'm 29. Oh, I'm 29 in April. Nice. Happy birthday. Oh shit. I'm 29 in like a few weeks, huh? Nice. Wow. I didn't really connect that yet. I thought your birthday was sooner. My birthday is Robert's birthday is in March. Yeah, right. you're, you just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Robert. When's your birthday, Andy? Uh, May 21st. May 21st. Yeah. Um, mine is April 27th. Oh, we're close. Do you, you know whose birthday that is? Ulysses no. S. Yours? Grant. Oh. Yeah. Do you know who Ulysses S. Grant is? The American person, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. He's on our $50 bill and oh, was yeah. a, he was a hard-ass general for the Civil War. I think that is the most G answer, Andy, uh, an American person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, you could not be wrong with that. That is awesome. An American. Fuck. Hey, you got me there. It is. I assume. He's a lesser known president. He's a, oh, okay. He's a B-side president. If you oh, will. B-side. Yeah. So, you know, definitely not a hits guy though, right? Is Justin Trudeau your guys' president or your prime minister? Prime minister. What's the difference? Uh, I'm not really sure there is one. Do you think I could whoop Justin Trudeau in a fight if I squared up against him? I mean, if you got past his security... No, one on one, one on one in the parking lot. I mean, I don't think like, I don't think he's like a super big guy. I think he's like me. He's like just kind of like an average sized dude. I I could be wrong. Maybe he does like Krav Maga or something like that to, you know, just in case. But I assume like he's a Canadian. We don't really fight that much. Like he'd probably just like offer you a Timbit or something. Do you think you could whoop him if it was one on one? I don't think i would try no like let's say god made you god put you guys both in a room and said whoever if you guys don't fight you both go to hell if you do fight you both go to heaven 
Well, from you guys have to bring it. Do you think you can help them? That's a tough call, just because from what I hear about hell, it seems like the place you want to be. All the cool guys, right? Everyone's yeah, yeah, it's like a party down there. They, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like it would be a tie. I'm gonna be honest, Andy. I think you could whoop them. I think you got reach on you. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not a brawler. Do you? You guys like Andy Trudeau out there? Or Justin Trudeau? Yeah, I think he's doing all right. I got like I imagine it's fucking hard as shit to run a country. So I don't. I'm like I'm gonna get. You know, he's doing his best. In America, we haven't liked the president in a long time. <laughs> no, every time there's a president, we always yeah. are like ah. Uh, maybe I should start hating him then. Like I feel like maybe I'm on the wrong side of this. You should start hating Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Yeah, if, if that's what all the cool people are doing. I frankly think I could whoop him, but I don't know anything about him, good or bad. I, I think that there are very few uh, head of states that I couldn't whoop. And I think that I was curious about him. I think, frankly, I don't like Vladimir Putin, to be clear. I don't want any misunderstandings about this. Yeah. I think if he's genuinely a black belt in judo, he could whoop me. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if that guy... He's ex-KGB, so he's got, he's got to have something. Yeah. Definitely has combat. But then, like, Merkel in Germany, I could whoop her. I punched the Queen of England. If I punched her in the face, she would die. She would die. That's not even, well. Maybe. I mean, she's immortal, though, right? She's well, like a Highlander. Hang on, let's test it. <laughs> <laughs> if hey, if Queen of England's a Highlander, what am I? The Lowlander? Let's go. Let's figure it out. I would totally square up against her. The President of Ireland. I saw a photo of that dude. That dude looks like he just pulled out of a coffin. I could whoop him. No issue. Probably. No issue. Yeah, I would like. He could. He could get the jump on me. He I, him. Him and a buddy that's the same size as him, whoop, whoop, out of this world. Yeah, absolutely. You you can you can just make that your thing, right? Be like, oh, these are like the uh, like the 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 elected officials that I've beaten up. Yeah, this I would. Is, this is my calling card. I've beaten up these elected officials. This is an open challenge to any elected official. We, I will fight. <laughs> you heard it here. We could do like a cage match going on. Yeah, cage match. Here's the thing, though. South America, they could whoop me. Most of South America, them young dudes, them like in their 30s, and a lot of them were in like whatever their armed forces is. A lot of South America, like and Central America, could probably whoop me. Nah, dude, actually, president of Mexico, I saw a photo of that dude. I could whoop him. Do you think you could fight Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, dude, he's a million years old. Absolutely. Yeah, you think you could take him? Oh, he's so old. Absolutely. I'd say, hey, remember how your dad was a Nazi? And he'd say, what? <laughs> in the chest. He's, he's not fast. He's old, man. I know he's pretty old. Yeah. You think you could whoop Arnold? Uh, no, definitely not. I think you could. I, I have know. more faith in you than you do, Andy. I, I think, think. I think physically, you have a lot of faith in me. Yeah. That dude's like seventy years old. That's true. He's not but... seventy. Yeah, his dad fought for fascism in Eastern Europe, so that yeah. immediately I think he's weaker than me. <laughs> his his constitution is weak. Absolutely, I'd say. Uh, oh, I'd say you're from bad blood. That would be interesting if I was anti-fascist from a eugenics pass, uh, standpoint. <laughs> that's, like, that's the Terminator, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, young Arnold. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he's finally at the age. I'm actually very happy you asked this question, Andy. Because oh, yes, <laughs> I think that Arnold. It, it same with like Sylvester Stallone. Like I think both them fools. I could I could whop up against not because I'm strong, just because they're old. Is they're old? Yeah. I imagine their knees are shot too. Just oh, like, that's one of the first places I kick them. Yeah, like all the stuff they put their bodies through. I'm sure their joints are totaled. If I was allowed a weapon during this match, <laughs> well, oh my, I wouldn't even fair it. anymore. Yeah, well, it's not about being fair. It's about okay. showing who's boss. Okay, could you take Sylvester Stallone and Arnold together at the same time? Those two, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably because they're old. Because they're old, yeah, they're old people. Yeah, just not because like if they were like even five, six years younger. Yeah, they <laughs> it wouldn't be. They did. They could whoop you then. I think they're finally at the point where they're older than they are strong and fast because they're in their seventies, right? I guess so. Robert, will you Google them? Yeah, give me one second. Because if I they're older it. than seventy, I've just statistically speaking, I'd be a fool not to take that bet. <laughs> okay, take Arnold. It. Sorry, Arnold is seventy-four years old. And oh let's wow! See what uh, Sly is. Dude, Sly's got to be in his seventies, and if he's younger than seventy, I'll I'll step back a little and I'll go. Ah, in your sixties, you. Oh, still. he he's seventy five. Oh, oh well, boy, let's do both at the same time. I'll wrap my hands in like metal. There you go. Oh yeah, I'll bring a gun. We can make some calls. <laughs> 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 I, got a, I got really extreme really quickly. 
<laughs> well, like, I got beat him up with a gun. Yeah, with a gun. I'm, uh, I'm, I hit him with my car. They make four bucks of bitch made little tortillas. That's what I bet. The little tortilla I, boy. I bet if I threw them on the back of an ATV with some strings around their ankles, they wouldn't have stand up against me. I bet you if I flew a plane right into their houses, that would take them down. I bet if I had 14 or 15 well-trained attack dogs, they'd, they'd look like fucking chump, jabroni-ass motherfuckers. That's what, that, that's what would happen to those dudes. That's a fact. In I'm going to do their taxes, and I'm going to make the IRS audit the shit out of them. <laughs> I'd send them over my knee and then send them to federal court, dude. It'd be embarrassing <laughs> for them. I'd look their daughters and their wives in the eye, and i say, I'm the man of the house now. <laughs> and I'm JT Stallone and Dean <laughs> Schwarzenegger, okay? And by the way, we're changing our life. Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life used to be easier. The world <laughs> used to be easier. It used to be you walk into a city, and if you're stronger than the strongest guy in that city, you're the king. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of talking involved. There's a lot of economics. The world used to be a place where if you, if your army was bigger than another army, you win. That's your country now. Yeah. <laughs> Into conversation. Yeah. That's it. And I'm not making a judgment call. I'm not saying it's good. I'm bad. I'm just saying things are different now. It definitely things are very different now. Yeah. We're not calling it good. We're not calling it bad. It's dynamic, right? Hey, how long did it take for women to be able to vote? Too long. Too. Hey, how long have women been able to vote in Canada? You know, as far as I know, always since. Yes. For I don't. Long, I don't know. Has it voted? I think so. I don't. I don't. I don't hundred percent know because, like, as far as like I've that. known, yeah, you, you probably look it up. But as far as I've known, like, it's never been a thing. But I was like, I was, is, Canada, you guys didn't let native people vote, right? You guys gave them number. We gave ours numbers too. I'm not. I correct. think that was. I think that was true. Canada's trying to do a lot to. I don't know. Hey, this for some of the terrible things that happened to the indigenous people thing. here. Both the U.S. and the Canada. I'm not saying that no. we're the good guys here. We're both the bad. No, no, absolutely. I'm white. I'm a bad person. We're, hey, whoa, hey, wait, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You're a good person, Andy. Okay. Thank you. That's nice of you to say. I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. Proud Don't, of you too. You know I'm a bad person. Stuff. Don't make that decision okay. for yourself. Okay. I will admit you are white. All right. That's true. That's very true. I don't have my camera on, so you don't really know what race I am. That's true. You could be anybody. You're Dominican, right, JT? <laughs> they call me they call me Puerto Rican Kelly. No, I, I'm uh I'm Irish, which isn't white. Okay. It's yes, not? it is. No, I talked brother, I would have said the same thing a couple weeks ago. I talked to some Hebrew, some black Israelites downtown. I'm not even fucking with you. I swear to God, I even have their propaganda here. And they said I was Edomite and I talked to him for like fifteen minutes. I told him they said what my nationality is. I said, Well, both my parents are Irish and they said, Oh, you're not an Edomite. You are actually a descendant of Levi. I'm not white in the black Israel. Well, this sect of black Israelites. The other oh, black okay. Israelites I met, I said, hey, I'm actually not white. I'm Irish. The other black they, Israelites downtown. You Do you guys have black Israelites in Canada? Uh, I don't think so. They are awesome. Such a cool religion. They are black Americans who believe that they are the real descendants of the tribes of Israel okay. and that white people are Edomites. And Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. So like Esau is like the white people of the world fascinating ideology i've been trying to get them on the show they are not interested in coming on <laughs> it's probably because of the name well it's because i'm white they do not like white but the uh, i did meet a sect of israelites downtown that said that irish people are not edomites they're actually levites so i got news for you are you irish i don't think so ah uh, you're you're just white then never mind but me I'm just, I, no i'm just white that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you should be sorry i'm not sorry i'm not a edomite so huh well, I've never heard of any of this before, so it's news to me. <laughs> I wouldn't get too involved in the Black Israelites, but look them up. They're an interesting group. You have been with us for a bit now. What do you want to close out on, my G? What can we What can we promote for you or share for you? Uh, you know, well, a little bit, but we got some people in Serbia that listen to this. Oh, yeah, we got some people in Russia that listen to this. India, Saudi Arabia joined the chat. That's dope. Yeah, not a lot of them. You're all over the world. That's awesome. You're probably further reaching than me. I doubt it, baby. <laughs> uh i don't know i i put out a new song i'm pretty stoked on it um i'm in the process of just kind of like following my artistic vision of releasing songs as it is and i'm just kind of seeing where it's going and having fun with it and trying to just like tell some cool stories and make some really silly videos and i don't know make people laugh have a good time and try not to take everything way too seriously i don't know awesome where can uh where can they find you people can find me pretty much on all the social media sites 
just by searching Andy negative, but Andy has two N's in it, so A-N-N-D-Y. Um, I have a website you can buy merch at if you want to buy merch. All of my music is on the, all of the places, and I do pretty frequent YouTube videos. Awesome. Yeah. And again, dude, thank you so much. Well, thanks for you having me. A, a hoot and a half, absolute hoot and a half. Check out Andy Negative anywhere that you can. Uh, he's on, I know him from TikTok. We follow each other on Instagram, but do. he's probably also on Twitter and YouTube. Absolutely worth your time. Definitely, awesome. definitely a treat, a treasure from heaven. I appreciate that. We appreciate you. Thank you again, Andy. Well, thanks for having me. Is there any last minute burning questions you have? Um, yeah, what'd you think of uh, what'd you think of that last album MCR put out? It was like Danger Days. Danger or Days. Uh, at first, I was not super stoked on it, but then I gave it a lot of time and some distance, and I listened to it um, a few months ago, and actually, pretty solid, pretty solid release. If you uh, just look at it as its own thing, if you get rid of like the weird, like um, the the weird like graphic novel story thing that they were doing, if, if you don't tie that in together, there's these weird like in between things that don't make any sense if you don't know the story. Um, the songs themselves, they hold up really well. Nice. What Fart Locker episodes did you listen to? <clears throat> I listened to the one where you talked to that musician about drugs for a really long time. Katie Rain. You <laughs> yeah. guys really get along. I think you yeah. should stay with her. And then I listened to the, uh, I can't remember his name, but the, the alien, the guy was talking about aliens. Chuck Zakowski. Yeah, Chuck Zakowski, yeah. I listened to a lot of that one, and I was like, yeah, because I'm very much like, I'm into that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, yeah. fuck yeah. We are too. Shaking like tambourine In the H, what a place, sweet as tangerine Bouncing on foes like trampoline Just the great state of tennis, I can't believe One to five, one to five One, 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 one One to five, one to five